I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, a podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, JMS, Jessica Michelle Singleton. That's me. I'm your host. I'm allegedly a comedian, although I don't know if the world's ever coming back. I'm definitely an idiot, and that's why we're here, to get answers to all of our stupid questions. So thank you for joining my idiocy. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. It helps. It helps other people find it, and then more of us can learn the answers to all our ignorant questions. Thank you to all the new reviews and subscribers that have come in, uh, mostly subscribers. There haven't been a ton of new reviews, but I've gotten a couple in the past week or so, and I certainly appreciate it. If you have a second, which I know you do because we're all trapped inside, uh, except for essential workers, uh, so, you know, you don't count. Uh, I mean, you very much count, and I appreciate you, but, you know. Anyone with a second, literally the dog's groaning that I said that. She's like, why would you even, why would you even say that? Um, I don't know what the deal is with it. Like, literally, you guys can't hear the dog, and now I'm just telling you what's going on with the dog. Um, if you have a second, type ignorance is hashtag blessed into your podcast app. Shoot me a review. It helps other people find it. I think I already said that, but it, it's just really helpful, and I'd appreciate it. Uh, speaking of things I appreciate, I appreciate my patrons. Shout out to my best idiots forever, Gene and Kathy, uh, high-level patrons on my Patreon. Um, we're doing lots of cool stuff over there. Got to send out some postcards. I've got some in the back stock. Uh, I saved for a rainy day, and I wish it was rainy. It's super hot, but the point is I haven't traveled this month, so I'm sending out previous places I've been postcards. But nonetheless, they're going out. We've started weekly crappy hours. And you can be part of those. So just go over to patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Support your podcast. Whatever. I don't know. What the, it's too hot. It just if you have extra money for some fucking reason and you want to help me eat or pay my bills, just go to Patreon. Thank you to new patrons. There have been a few of you. I appreciate it. And uh, you know what else I appreciate? Neurogum, the sponsor of this podcast. It's the best. And I'm not just saying that because they sponsor the podcast. They actually started sponsoring me because I say that already. Uh, I like Neurogum. It's gum that gives you energy. You chew on it, gives you fresh breath, but it's also got caffeine, B vitamins, and L-theanine. And all of that gives you energy, but it's a focused energy because of the B vitamins and the L-theanine. So it's uh, like a non-cracky Adderall. You want to get stuff done, get through your day. Maybe you're still at an office. Maybe you're trying to get a creative project done now that you're not. Neurogum. So head over to getneuro.com. That's G-E-T-N-E-U-R-O.com and use the code JMS to get 15% off your first order. And uh, if you do that, by the way, please hit me up and tell me what you think of it because I'm loving it. I want your feedback. I really think they're onto something and I want to build a community of friends who are jacked up on Neurogum like I am. Uh, yeah. And what else? Another way to get involved. We've got a Facebook group. Look up Ignorance's hashtag blessed idiots. A lot of silly memes going around in there. Lots of opportunity for conversations. You want to get into a chat with someone who maybe has a different viewpoint than you. It's a place to have 
adult conversations um, with you know people who agree or disagree with you so we can learn and grow and uh, not feel afraid to share an opinion that you're worried will be twisted to be uh, hateful when really you are just ignorant and curious. Yeah. I would love to tell you where I'm going to be, but I'm not going to be anywhere except hunched over my laptop hoping that this quarantine lifts. Anyway, enough exciting. exciting. I'm not going to edit this portion, so you just get all my stuttering. Enough about me and everything that's going on in my life. Let's get to my guest this week. It's Aaron Kleiber. He is an awesome comedian. He has a brand new special out on Amazon Prime Video. Aaron Kleiber, uh, grown-ass dad. So check that out. It's a funny special. He's a funny guy. And you know he's a funny guy and a cool guy because I fucking hate interviewing people about comedy unless they're really funny comedians because this isn't a comedian podcast. It's just a podcast that happens to be hosted by a comedian. So um, what was mostly supposed to be a conversation about dad life uh, turned into a big conversation about comedy, which happens with comedians. And don't get me wrong. I love talking shop. I just don't like uh, making that what the podcast is about. But every once in a while, there's a comedian who's uh, super funny and uh, has a different approach to their comedy than I do, such as a pretty clean dad comic. And so uh, it's nice to see how things are going from their, their perspective in comedy. Anyway, that's enough from me. You guys enjoy this very silly, very lighthearted, fun interview with my good friend, Aaron Kleiber. I, I'm sitting on my front porch right now because uh, I'm uh, East Coast time. And that's dinner time. And oh. usually, usually from dinner to bedtime, my kids are cocaine-fueled Wolverines. Oh, so you're just, like, trying to avoid your children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's just, like, it, it, it will uh, alleviate me, like, yelling at them like a mime. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, when you... Because this is, this is what we do now. We, we Zoom and we podcast and we record phone calls and this is all of our content now so God. now it's just like like looking at my kids like over my cell phone camera like gritting my teeth <laughs> like gritting my teeth like you shut just making like neck yeah. slicing gestures like oh. yeah daddy is doing seven <laughs> minutes in front of six people on zoom to make 13 dollars shut your mouth and go watch disney plus <laughs> <laughs> Daddy needs this so he doesn't burn the house down, kids. For, for real, though. <laughs> hey, oh, sorry about that. Little Pennsylvania okay. truck. Pennsylvania Look at you. truck. Life goes on. Somebody stop that person. They're supposed to be home. Social distancing. I, I was just, I, I was laughing about that. Like, I was like, what? I sit on my porch a lot, okay? And <laughs> <laughs> every single car that goes past, I'm like, where are you going? Where, like, <laughs> who, like, who are you and where are you going? Right, I, I it's wanna, like I want to stop well, people like the Gestapo, and just be like, "Who do you think you are, you guys?" I, by the way, that's the best phrase ever. That is it right there. Who do who, you think you are? Excuse me. Who do you think you are? Who do you think <laughs> you are? Like it's I, it's one of the best rhetorical questions ever. I'm writing that down right now. Jokes. I love it, you guys. By the way, I'm speaking with Aaron <laughs> Kleiber, amazing comedian. I, have, I mean, we just had to like jump in on that story, but amazing comedian <laughs> uh, out of Pittsburgh. Uh, I know, right? I, by the way, I wonder how many people who drive by just like walked out of their family and were like, I just need to go for a drive. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I just I, need a, a <laughs> moment. 
I go, you know what I do? I go in the morning and I, I take little walks and <laughs> I'm not, you know, you know what? I don't want to give away my secrets. I think I already did on my podcast. So whatever. Um, well, everyone will have to just no, go check that out. That's funny. How I, to stay sane. Yeah. I, you know, in the morning, I don't know what it is. Cause we don't, I don't stay up late anymore. Like I, I'm starting to lose that, um, 8 p.m. adrenaline rush that comedians get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's called you're old. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but you know what? It's because I'm not, I don't have to like stay up and like do something. We don't have up to. Like, yeah. No. So now I'm like, I'm tired at 11 and go to bed. And then I wake up at 6 a.m. Like, like I have this inkling, like, why should I feel like I, be si- I should be sitting in a McDonald's for an hour drinking black coffee? Yeah, uh, just staring out the window. But no, that's what I do. I, I'll go for a ride and uh, find somewhere to take a little walk and uh, listen to it. Listen to some news, maybe some podcast. And uh, you know, you know what my spot is? What cemeteries? Cemeteries. cemeteries. I guess it's nobody. Quiet. Nobody. That's the thing. Nobody is there at seven in the morning. Nobody. I mean, and they're open except all the ghosts. Right. God, it's just they're just open. Yeah, they're open. They're open. You just you walk around cemeteries, get a little get a little uh you know, a little speed walk going, get your calves pumping. <laughs> speed walking around a cemetery, just like yeah. tripping on someone's grandmother. <laughs> no, no, no. There's the path. They have like oh, okay. you know, like little roads and circles and stuff. So you're and not then... like running your bits on any graves. Like, what do you think <laughs> of this? Hey, you guys uh I should. That's funny because really, like doing live stream comedy, that's pretty much how it is. It You're feels like, the same, honestly. It's just dead people. Man, have you been doing a bunch of those shows? Um, I, you know, I've done a mixture. Uh, I, I did like a month ago myself. I just was like, ah, eh, let's fuck it, let's try this, and I did like thirty-five minutes to to my wife on the couch. And, oh my god, uh, your poor wife. Yeah, she don't <laughs> care. She just sits there and drinks some wine and is like, "You're stupid." <laughs> um, you're goofy as hell. Now tell them your Venmo again. Um, I think <laughs> it's the first like, time. Don't I... forget to tell them your Venmo, <laughs> yeah. honey. I think it's the first time I ever did. My wife I did a voice. That's I don't know why it came out on here. I don't know why. That's so I funny. Never... You never do a voice for her. No, usually. Yeah, sometimes yeah, like an old gypsy. No, she's not like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it sounds in my heart sometimes. But no, uh, no, I don't, I don't. I never do a voice for her. I don't. I don't. That's but, so funny. But yeah, she watches and she just kind of like rolls her eyes and like also kind of plays Simpsons on her phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, God, we have yeah, got she's we've got to get back on stage. <laughs> I, no, that is true. Because I'm like running. We're running bits at the dinner table. And she's like, all right, I'm done. Like my whole, all my kids. They're, they're all, it's, <laughs> it's bit city at dinner time. Bit city. That's so funny. So all your kids are funny, too, obviously. Yeah, they're all, they have all their little, like, moments, you know what I mean? That's uh, amazing. My son is the one that just took, he had a, uh, you know, all the kids are Zooming for school. Oh, wow. And, yeah, oh, yeah, they're all, like, they have, like, 20 kids in a Zoom room. Can you, listen, you think oh. Zooming comedy or Zooming, like, a work meeting is bad? Try oh, just kids and Zooming 20 third graders. God, and keeping an eye on all of them. Like, it's like, saying that out loud gives me anxiety. Yeah, that is not what anyone signed up for. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. But like, and teachers already get underpaid, yeah. and now they're having to, like... It's crazy. Yeah, learn all this technology and shit. But yeah, so that's what they do now. But, oh yeah. So my son, they had a little, like, lunch with the principal on Zoom, which was kind of cute. 
Um, it was like all the kids like got in front of Zoom and like, you know, it was like a hundred kids per half hour. It was cool. And the principal just talks to him and eats an apple. It was nice. That's but, cute. So he was like, so does, he was like asking like who, wa- who knows what they want to be when they graduate. And my son said he wanted to be a comedian. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I know. And I was like, do you see where we're at right now? Are you shitting me, dude? Like, you don't want to be a comedian. Like, what are you talking about? We have no savings. We have no money. We're panhandling on Facebook Live, you idiot. Like, this is not what you want to do with your life. Don't be like me. I know. Oh, my God. Well, you have to stick around. That way he doesn't become a comedian. <laughs> I know, right? I have to eat healthy just so I can stop him. It's like the reverse <laughs> of Back to the Future. I have to live long enough to stop my son from <laughs> being a comedian. That's amazing. It's so Fuck. stupid. I love it. Well, what's because you're on the road a ton. You're like yeah. me. You're a road dog. Yeah, it's 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 weird being home, right? Like yeah, it's, constantly. It's weird. Like, have you? Are you just even looking at the like the the walls of your apartment? Like, wow! Like you're taking it in even deeper. And I'm not talking about like you're so high or you're like you know on acid or something. But it's just like. It really like. What is it? You've noticed the you detail notice? in literally everything. Yes. Um, oh yeah. L- like like now I'm just like wow like I either love or hate this couch. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. things now where like I am home enough. I was Have talking an about opinion this. about them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. That sounds like a really uh, uh, a really high thought right there, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I get I, uh, it, honestly. The things I never just, even noticed were yeah. there. I guess it's just, it's uh, it's like you're living, we're living like this nine to five life now. That's what I'm yeah. doing. And yeah, it's, it's weird as shit to me. Dude, you know? same. It's just like, like we, and I'm. Right. Like we wake up and we do our comedy work, which basically lives online now. But it's like, oh. eh, nah, I got to sit at my desk and uh, I got to do thumbnails for YouTube. Get to work. You know what I mean? Jeez, I know. It's like. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, I never did a, all that stuff. No, I guess in like a way it's because, you know, everyone say, oh, has been saying for years how important it is to have all that social media stuff. So in a way, maybe know, it's right? like forced us to get better at that aspect. You've always been good at, you're all, you've always been good at that. I mean, you've, you've got, you know, good stuff, uh, you know, podcasts and shit and, um, geez, I don't know. You got, what are you, Twitch and QB and, well, I don't know. You're, you got all these little, I don't know. You sound so old. What? And what? You got, and you got. Twitch and QB and you got all the interwebs. And you're on the GeoCities. (laughs) I, uh, but now it's like, yeah, it's like we have to do all this stuff. Yeah, what it's what's like I've half-assed my way through some of it, a lot of it, and now it's like oh everyone's yeah. doing it. So now am I no longer allowed to half-ass my way through it because there's so many more people doing it. So there's more options and more It is it is those things that like I don't know, you know, I don't want to bore people that listen to your podcast and aren't comedians or entertainers, but it's I'm fine. sure you, I mean you do you talk about the biz enough? Yeah. Um well that's like, why you're on cuz you're a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you know, it's funny how everyone's like, you got to do more content. You got to get big on TikTok and like whatever. Fuck TikTok. I know, right? I don't care. I'm too old for that. It's just, I, even even if I do post stuff, I just put like hashtag dads of TikTok and like, I mean, like like, that's more than I'm doing. But people lovingly like rip on me and I'm like, that's fun. 
Um, <laughs> Every time I see another comedian I know post like about TikTok for the first time, I'm yeah. like, we lost another one. It's like seeing a soldier go down to me. I'm like, oh, it's and, you know, and there's there's <laughs> and there probably and there's, yeah. We're talking. It is we're, a good we got to talk about. Yeah. We got to talk about some of our friends. Like they're addicted to this drug, and we can't get them to stop. We're like, guys, he just yeah. he's put he he puts in hours a day, hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just you know what I mean. Just staring at it all day. Of content. Uh, yeah. There's some people. I'm like, guys, I love you, but like, I know you. This TikTok video took you three hours, and that's crazy. It like bums me out. Yeah. Cause it's like, <laughs> I know. Well, it's just like that someone's putting that much energy into it. Like, you know, maybe you'll go viral on TikTok or whatever. And yes, maybe there are a few people who might build an actual following from doing it. But like, yeah, all that for a tiny little video that also may go nowhere. Is like, yeah, right. I just hey, that is crazy. Speak it. Hold on. I'm I'm speaking in post-it notes. Like I have like ten things right now. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to wrap up. You know, like uh, like how you know we're doing like we. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember what I was gonna say. Now I'm I'm brain dead <laughs> right now. Oh my god. You're doing I need, great. I need a nap. Uh, <laughs> no, like we're doing all this content now. My friend, my friend who you know does like you know tons of YouTube stuff and you know do content, do content. It's like he's like it took a damn pandemic to for you to make a fucking video. You know what I mean? So funny. But but it's true. It but also it's like we have time now. Yeah. Like and now that I'm like I do a daily like I do like a daily video at noon for five minutes. I do a Friday night happy hour live, and I do a podcast. Now I'm I'm done every other week right now because I'm getting used to shit. But like yeah. all I, I can do all that stuff now. Like yeah. Do you like I can't I couldn't do all that and also drive to fucking Milwaukee? What you, Absolutely. What? It's like you, first especially like people who are really roading it where you're like driving yeah. nonstop oh. which is is a lot of what the both of us do and it's oh, yeah. like trying to balance. I mean, I just had one podcast, then I added a second and was right. like, what was I thinking? And now that this is this has happened, I'm like, I finally have enough time to just barely keep these going right. diligently. Exactly. But like, but I'm getting, I'm actually getting it done instead of being like, maybe right. I just won't post for like a month and a half. Right. Yeah, it's, no, exactly. Fuck, and you're making a video every day. You, you literally just made me like, fuck, I need to start making a goddamn video every day. Oh, well, at Or this point, every week at least. <laughs> at this point, like, it's kind of like framing my day. You know what I mean? Like, I film, I film just live every day at noon. And all I do is just come up with a topic that I can riff on. And nice. to be honest, that is, that's been keeping me sharp because that's how I do open mic anyway. I'm like, ah, I'm going to do this thing about this and just riff on and just, you know, just go up and talk and see what happens. So I'm yeah. just doing that talking to a video, you know, it's so and important because telling everybody to be safe and be cool. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm sure people appreciate it. Everyone else has a lot of free time too. You know, there's obviously essential uh, employees and stuff out there still, you know, thankfully right. working hard for us. But there's a lot of people who, you know, aren't working as much because yeah. their jobs have been shut down. So I'm sure there's so many people that are, are grateful for that. And then on the comedian end, it is like, yeah, we need to do stuff to keep our brain sharp because yeah. it's going to turn to mush real quick if we don't. And I, I, you know what? Ooh. I That's why that's the only reason I didn't stop doing it, because you're right. Like, I'm. I, I think someone said it, um, I think Rogan might have said it on a podcast or something about how, like, 
a lot of comedians are going to come back real weak, real weak, yeah. like so real weak. rusty. And, and, and I'm even thinking of, you know, even comics like us who, you know, who are professionals, we make a living, but we're not millionaires. Yeah. There's, there's some of us that might not come back. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, like I'm, I, you know, we're, we're, we're going day by day, but there's, you know what I mean? The threat of just talking about like those comics that are, you know, the, the comics that we know locally that, you know, Uber, but do comedy like they're, they can pay their bills a little bit They're Yeah. They, they, they're done. Like they, they, they have to get full-time jobs right now. Absolutely. Like, and that I'm scares like, scares me. That's, I mean, it, it makes me sad. That's what I mean. It makes me sad for a lot of those comics where I know, uh, when this comes back, I probably might, might not see him again. You know what I mean? Who knows? They yeah. might be working at the fucking bank now. You know? Yeah, well, it's like some people might end up in careers. Shit, that might be us. <laughs> no, I mean, truly, because it's like even the people who have the ability and once, like, you know, kind of the fog lifts would be able to start, you know, getting the, the wheels turning and get back right. out there. Are they going to have, like, you know, put a stake somewhere else in the meantime and then just go... You know, actually, like, this is secure. I'm cool. Right. And yeah, I'm like, even... Yeah, you're right. Like, that was hard anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like... And then everyone's going through so much mentally that I'm wondering, and maybe I'm just projecting my own stuff because I'm going through a lot of my own, like, just, you know, as we all are, thinking right. about life and whatever. Yeah. But, but like, how what, many people what, are... what, Yeah, what's going to be the next six months? What, like... Yeah. And it's like, some people might be... Totally capable of jumping back in right where they left off and be able to start making right. money or start like getting <laughs> sharp again and still go, you know, yeah. actually, like after the last six months, I decided I'm okay without need. I don't need a, a crowd of 300 people to laugh for me to feel okay. <laughs> right. Know? I mean, I do a little bit, but I get you. <laughs> no, well, no, exactly. It's like I'm not, th I'm not there yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm wondering. It's like the more time we're spending alone and doing other stuff and we don't have it. Are some people just going to go, would, oh, you I know, was, maybe I was doing this for a reason I don't need. Right. I was anymore. telling a friend about that. Like, um, one of my, like, most hilarious comedy friends, uh, she's hilarious. Um, I'll just leave her name out of it just for, you know, for the sake of. But, you know, she was, she was kind of, like, freaking out. Like, cabin fever, like, needs to get on stage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I told her, I said, look, I said, you got to get online. Like, people love you. Like, like, pe like people adore her. And I was like, yeah. you need to get online and just talk to people like that. They're expecting you to be who you are when you meet people like you're, exactly. you, you know, it's that light in a room that everyone loves. And I'm like, you just need to get out there and like they need you. And and I said I, I, I said that because I was like, look, because I've experienced it like I, I kind of like as soon as we went into quarantine, I said I started that daily daily dad video thing that yeah. was really like my kids got quarant like my kids were sent to school home from school for two weeks so i thought you know what i'll do this for 10 days while my kids are quarantined you know at home like yeah i didn't even think like my kids we would be home for eight weeks at that point you know what i mean yeah you're gonna be like it'll just be like you know a little do, thing for now yeah like little 20 little bonus pod mini podcasts you know what i mean yeah um and but you know what uh, you know, and then then I saw we saw gigs being canceled. I mean, dude, I, oh god! Oh I yeah, some, I had like everything had some, fell oh. out right at the wrong moment for me. Yeah, I, I had my biggest fundraiser the year I do every year in Ohio. Um, uh, every year, a huge gala, 
um, amazing. Uh, and then I was on I was on tour with Harlan Williams, and like that's holy shit. I mean, like it's like I mean that's a fuck. It's like five weeks and merch and merch like. Oh, it's just so much money. Yeah, oh, and it's when you see a weekend canceled, and then you're like, oh my gosh! But then like people are so awesome, and they you know they buy stuff at shows, and you that adds up. That adds up, and you're oh, making a living. That's like what helps oh. you make the living. Yeah, it's like, and that's the funny thing too is I think from an outside perspective, you know, a lot of people see yes. people at you know our level, like our class, because I feel like you and I are kind of in the same yeah. boat, and yeah. like people who aren't in the industry they go like wow you must be really like making money oh, and you're like oh, oh i am yeah. scraping by but I, i'm doing know, it i i call i always say that like we're at a position because it's like people are very surprised yeah it's you're right people are very surprised they're like wait you make a living doing this all the time and tour all over the world yeah and like how are you not jim gaffigan how are you not ellen you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, and, why haven't I heard of you? And and like, and it's just like, well, yeah, well, you know, it takes like, you know, we're in our first decade. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like we're like, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna take time for that. But I call it where we're at, it's comedy purgatory right now. Like yeah. we're we're waiting for uh, the Messiah who is, you know, I don't know, a Barry Katz. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? just like, like some <laughs> magic industry person. I know, to, right? To reach down really, and grab yeah, that's, you. That's what it is. So like. You know, I worry about those, you know, us. I worry about us who might even, what, be three or 400 comics in the country that, you know, you oh. may have never heard of that, that tour nationally, you know, and, and work. Yeah, um, and it's... Yeah, scared we're for at us. The, absolutely, because not all of us can come out of this and get back to where we were, at least not right away, you know, because everything's going to have to downsize. I think Roy right. Wood Jr. was the one. Yep. You were telling me he said this, but... Yeah. Um, stadium comics are going to go to theaters, theater yep. comics are going to go to clubs, and you and I are like fringe club comics where it's oh, like, I, we're I, getting I, in, yes. I'll tell you not who we in are. everywhere. See, we, every <laughs> friends and fans, every comedy club has, has like, let's just say they have 50 weeks a year to book comedians, right? Yeah. So when you're not famous and when you don't have a million followers on social media, there's usually about maybe two to four weeks at a comedy club where they want to try someone new that they really like or heard of. Yes. That they're like, we know they may not be a big that's, draw. That's me and Jess and all our close friends. Yes. We're all vying for we're all, three, we're you know, all, two to four yeah. spots at each club. hundred percent. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And that's the, you know, so that's hard, but, but yeah, you're right. When people go from downsize from arenas and theaters, I already saw it. Like some of our friends who are, you know, theater acts, I see now that they're booking six shows at a club and for only a hundred seats, but a ticket is $60. You know what yeah. I mean? Which well, guess like... what? I'm, I'm, I'm brushing off my, I'm dusting off my feature 20, baby. Like I'm ready to go. Like, yeah. Like let me in there. Do you need who, an opener? Who, who needs a solid road feature y'all? Holler absolutely. Well, because that's what that's what it is. Absolutely. Well, because it's like these clubs are all have their door closed, so they're losing money. So like I know oh. they're not going to be doing at least for the foreseeable future. There will be no let's take a chance on somebody weekends. It's going to be like no let's oh, get absolutely. this big name in here and sell the fuck them, out yeah. of tickets. Like and, they, you know and it's business, you know. I don't listen, and I don't you know being being where we're at too. I don't ever. Uh, I'm never mad at that. Like, because, no, it just is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. And plus, like, I, I think I was saying to you the other day, like, 
I, I, I immediately thought about all of what I call our coworkers in the clubs. Like, yeah. all, cause like I said, that's our people. Like, cause when we're on the road, people are like, how do you survive on the road? Like, how do you get through that? Um, hanging out with servers, the, yep. you know, bullshit with, with the, the sound. staff. Yeah. Bullshit with the sound person, the door people, you know, going, you know, going, you know, going bowling with, with the management, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like just, just, you know, bullshit with these people. Like this is us hanging out at work and you know, all those people are out of work. That like kills me. That's yeah. one of those moments where I was like, I wish I was selling out arenas. I wish I could do something for them. You know? Yeah. I wish there was w- some way for me to help all yeah. of those people who I'm so grateful for. Yeah. And, and there's, just, you know what, there are a lot of people doing, I know the comedy store is doing dope stuff for the staff there. Well, and they're like doing fundraisers, it's like fundraisers and thank God that like they have yeah. access to these comedians who right. will bring in viewers who will want to donate. And not only that, but I mean, thank God for the fucking, I mean this in a hundred percent, a positive way, but the mm-hmm. fucking ego of entertainers and especially <laughs> comedians. I'm not kidding, because like at some point they just did a fundraiser and there was like they were arguing over who was donating more. Like they were, they wanted to be like, I donated the most. And like and all that money goes to help the club and like potentially help people like me who are paid regulars that like right. are going to die. <laughs> right, I know. No, but like the staff and like everyone yeah. who suddenly, you know, they had this regular job that Yep. You know, they went to every week and it's just ripped away for like, who knows how long. I, I don't want this to sound like, you know, you know what I mean, whatever. You, you, you say whatever you want on your podcast. Uh, yeah. No, I always say I, I have I have that gene in me that like I'm just uh, like don't want to offend people sometimes. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, I, I hate it. Me too, because I. I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. So but it's no, wa- I. Eggshells. It's so stupid. I, it's so stupid that I even like, like had to go through this to bring this up. But I always thought of like, I, I just know so many like parents. I'm such a dad. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I immediately thought of like a couple of the single moms that I know. It's just like, a, it's like a heartstring thing for me. You know, Absolutely. I have a single mom and like, I think of like, you know, that single mom who's a bartender at that, at that funny bone. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. You know, she has a, a bunch of kids. Like, oh my gosh, I think about her. You know, I think yeah. about, you know, my friend at my home club who has kids, you know, single moms. And like, you yes. know, and that's, you know, servers is, 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 you know, is a, is a single person, single parent job, you know? And- Absolutely. Well, and you think about like now with, cause I'm just thinking about like when I served in some States, you don't even get minimum wage as a server. Right. And then a lot of what's really getting you by is the tips. And right. then if some of those people maybe like didn't claim all their tips or whatever, even if the, the government, even if like the business they're working for is paying into unemployment, they're not right. getting shit. You know what I mean? Like, cause you're getting oh, yeah. a percentage it, of what you paid in and it's not livable. That's oh, for yeah. sure. So ser- servers don't, they definitely don't get a lot of unemployment then. Right? No. Yeah. That'd cause be crazy. I mean, they're probably making base minimum wage at most. Wow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's that's crazy. Just... But all those people, like, and even like, I think of people that work in the kitchen and stuff like that. And like, you yeah. know, look, man, look, I'm going to be honest. Like when there's, when there's like, you know, a grown man in his forties and fifties, you know, washing dishes, he's already not had a fun decade probably. Yeah. You know he's what not I mean? going great. And like, him. right. And I think, I think about those people. I'm just like, man, like, like, you know, when I, when I complain where I'm like, oh, you know, kids, we got to cancel Hulu. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm thinking of some of these guys, you know, some of these people that I work with that like, I'm like, I don't know what they're doing right now. 
you know, yeah. like, yeah. I, I, you know, so, you know, without bitching and complaining about who's going to help us. But, you know, anyway, what's funny in the world today? Anyway, what else? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's like I'm looking at like how I'm getting by and it's like, yeah, I know I'm fucking scraping and I don't have kids. And then I think about like you and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you have I, a fucking I, family. Yeah, yeah. No, like I have a wife and kids like I'm looking at my yard. Uh, and look, I, and let me just say, like, I know, you know, people listen to our podcast like all over the place. Don't get yeah. it twisted. Like, I don't, I don't live in LA. I don't have like some big house in LA. I know that I'm on Amazon, but that's I make nothing. That that costs money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to. That's that's a yeah. lot of what no, I think a lot of people don't think about is that yeah, when when they start buying your album or your they go download yeah. your special is like so much money had to be spent up oh, front yeah. to make it happen for any I mean, artist. Yeah, I mean, I always say, like, you know, you know, when you own a pizza shop, you got to buy the cheese and the dough and the sauce. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you also and, have to have uh, an oven and rent a building. Like, <laughs> yep, and all that. Yep, all that. And uh, yeah, and then you got to hire somebody to answer the phones. And, you know, so <laughs> like, you know, you don't make money doing that. And, uh, you know, but I but I, I I think I told you, like, you know, about four or five years ago when we had two kids, we we came out to LA for like two weeks and we really did the thing. Like we really were like, can we do this? Like we interviewed friends, like comedian friends, <laughs> like, like visited their houses. Like maybe we could afford this. How much do you pay? Like, what's your gas here? Like we really were going in, like, like visiting our friends' houses. And like, and were you like, absolutely fucking not. We cannot go there. <laughs> it was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. So then I'm going to tell you how poor I was, you know, five, four years ago when we did this. So, um, yeah, because when was this? It was right before Christmas because I was at the Ontario Improv all weekend. And okay. I, I was headlining so, like, I could bring my wife to L.A. Um, nice. So, so, yeah, we looked around and, like, even one of my comedian friend's wives sell real estate. And, like, we went all in and we were looking in, like, Valencia and, you know... And it was funny because people were like, you're looking... That's going to be, like, if you have an audition, that's going to be, like, an hour and a half. And I was Which, like, uh, right now I'm 3,000 miles away, fucko. So... That's so... But what perspective is so funny. Yeah, because, like... Right? I was before like, I um, had moved to LA, I probably would have felt the same thing. It's like, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, what are you... Are you crazy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right now, I, you know, I'll drive... I drive, you know, eight hours to make, uh, you know, $500. What, are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> But no, like, I mean, we're not, we're not balling is what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. Oh, by um, any means. Like, you know, I, so we, we couldn't do it because we realized for like, for our careers, you know, and my wife, it doesn't have like, she's not a doctor. She can't just go get a hundred thousand dollar a year job in LA. You know, she's a preschool yeah. teacher. She's a preschool teacher, you know? Fuck. So it's so, like, yeah, it's competitive market and there's like so many. Exactly. And, like, yes. She's going to come out and be like, ooh, $13 an hour or, you know, 10 hours a day at a preschool. And then who's taking care of my kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so like, we God really, forbid you have to pay for that shit out yeah. here. Ooh. So we really, so we thought, okay, if we came out and we got a two-bedroom house in Valencia, a little two-bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not even kidding. A little two-bedroom house in Valencia. And and my wife stayed at home and and I would have to make 166000 a year. Christ. I know. And that might not seem a lot to some, but it's like, God bless you. If that does not seem a lot to you, by the way, Yeah, I know. Please take a moment to like realize that you're in a very 
yeah. a wonderful blessed place yeah. and we are happy for yeah. you but like be great so like so instead instead we took that same amount and and got uh, a three thousand square foot house and two acres in pittsburgh pennsylvania yeah you know I mean... what i'm saying like like when like comedian friends are like wait you have two acres what the f- what and, and so like someone was like someone was like you got a dave Chappelle farm in pennsylvania i was like yeah dude i do like that's so funny they like, would love I, to have his career in la yeah <laughs> absolutely i was like yeah i didn't buy a farm in pennsylvania because i blew up and have all kinds of money it was because i couldn't move my family to la like that's what it is <laughs> you, you know need to, you need to get a rustic uh airstream put it on your property airbnb yes. it and yes. start raking in money. <laughs> yes. Uh, I heard. That's I what mean, uh, I wanted to put. I still want to put on my property. I want to put in like a dad shed. A dad, Just like an escape room for you? Yeah, it's just going to be a big shed with a garage door. And I'm, it'll be my podcast studio. And it'll be like the dad pad. It'll be the dad shed. I mean, and that I'll would run be a, dope. Yeah, I'll run electric to it. And it'll be like away from my house. Because I, I have a parking lot at my house um yeah no i do for real so if you look up if you look at my house when we bought our house it said it had parking for 10 and we were like (laughs) what and so i legitimately have a asphalt parking lot the size of like a half of a hockey rink that is amazing that's hilarious it's because my house used to be a huge daycare center whoa yeah so like my house was built in like 1905 and uh, it was like a single family big horse farm, horse ranch for a long time. Oh shit. And yeah. And uh, and then it was like three apartments and then they made it like one big daycare and then they changed it into a single family home like in 2010. So that's what we got. So it's all chopped up and weird, but it's pretty that's a big rad house. That's cool, dude. I yeah. wish I could see like pictures of your house. That's fucking sick. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Um, no, yeah, I know, yeah. And so, very into real so, estate. <laughs> I know. Listen to how dad I am. People are turning this off right now. You have like, tw- you have like cool twenty-two-year-old chicks from Germany listening to you that are fans of yours. And they're like, "Who is this fat old man?" Don't underestimate <laughs> yourself. I also have a lot of fat old men listening. So. Oh, <laughs> hey, dudes. Uh, I go all across the spectrum. We've got well then, young men, old men, young women. Maybe like my mom is the only old woman. I feel like. Older women are like, this woman has needs help. But <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's my house because, you know, that's like we're able to have that, you know. Um, yeah, which means your kids get to have like such a nice. Well, yeah, like, big we, space to grow right. up. Well, we and we came from a th- like a three bedroom ranch with with two kids. And um, and like that's why we had to move. And basically that's what we were going to get if we went to L.A. And I thought, well, so it's going to be, you know, my wife and my two kids in this in this size house in L.A., you know, nobody. And (laughs) I'm going to be on the road even more to pay the bills. Well, and the thing is, is like the caveat is, is I feel like it's a little bit easier. And maybe that's just something that's been repeated to me. It's a little bit easier to sustain being on the road if you live in the Midwest. Oh, 100 percent. Like I like I, I always tell, you know you and some uh, like other like west coast friends like you know i i I probably work like what 30 to 40 clubs within a 10-hour drive yeah i mean you guys i mean i feel like it's like la 
And then you have to drive like over a mountain and nine hours to get to anywhere else. To get to anywhere. Yeah, desert. most of my touring has been, I have to pack it all together. Like I like leave right. for the summer. Right. And right. I jam it all in. Cause it's Cause, like once I'm out there, because unless I'm just you're in like stay out there, unless you're in Cali, like then you gotta like right to go to like Washington, like you know, or like you go to Portland and Seattle, like that's what is that like a day, like a twelve hour drive? Yeah, so it's like, and if you're lucky, you can get you know cheap, cheap flights, but like you have to when you're making the amount of money we make, you really right, have you to factor in fly. what is cost efficient. Yeah. I can't fly somewhere and then be like, well, I made no money, but I got up and I did a good job. <sighs> Like, fuck yeah, people who can do that. You're like, oh, you're just independently wealthy and this is just fun for you? Okay, well, fuck you. I, you know, you know, sometimes, like, people say, like, they don't want you to break the, like, they don't want you to, like, reveal, like, or break the mystique of, like, comedy and, like, going on the road and, like, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, no, I want, I want people to know the reality of, of my business so they, that they uh, respect and appreciate what I do. Well, yeah, that it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, we're, that we're not doing it for money. It's like, we love this. We love being able to bring I know. this to you because no one could keep doing it if it wasn't, you know, the thing they loved most. I know it's crazy. It's like, no. it's like, it's like the weirdest, like, it's like the weirdest obsession. That's like good. Yeah. It's a weird we're, thing. It's like, you absolutely. see people like that, that are like, there people are like, you know, like working out and shit, you know, they love that. Yeah. You know, people, people are like shopping, but if you can like do what you love and like, you know, it's like people get paid to like play sports or like golf or like, you know, watch and critique movies. Like that's living the fucking dream. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let me get out of your way. So sorry. My uh, roommate is coming through the window cause we've built a makeshift, uh, a shed. I'm not shed like a lounge on our roof. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, she ordered a lounge chair, and it's just like, well, we're in California in a that. tiny apartment, not on a farm in Pittsburgh like you are. How can we survive? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's important to shed that back because, you know, I I don't ever want it to be lost uh, on people. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. How much, you know, it means to us or... I know. I know this sounds like it's it sounds like we're giving like a TED talk on the comedy business. I mean, but I, I'm having you on as a comedian who's a dad. So in a way, we kind yeah, of Yeah, this is like a, you know, this I is a learning worry. podcast more than a comedy one. You just happen to be a comedian guest. Yeah, you know, I apologize for that. I, uh, <laughs> You're like I wish no, I had chosen something you never, more. <laughs> yeah, I know. You always cuz you always like every time you do a podcast or like 
talk to your friend and you know you're like are we gonna cut up are we gonna be funny like or like are we gonna just start talking serious because this is like what people do this is what we do this is what friends do you know this oh, is what absolutely. comedians do like and we you know what too it's like i was telling oh gosh i don't even know who i was talking to about like i just miss comedians you know i think i told you that too like yeah and this is part of it too us just talking about the business and like what we're doing and like you know, like, are we doing the right thing? It's, uh, we, this really matters to us, believe it or not. Yeah. And it's like, like so much of our life is like, I never get sick of talking about it. Yeah. 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 So it's weird to have like less in theory, yeah. less to talk about. But even with my podcast, it was like from the beginning, I actually, when I first put my podcast out, I put it under the umbrella society and culture instead of comedy because uh. I didn't want being a comedian hosting it and I, I have a lot of comedians as guests, but I also have people who just do other things that I'm curious about. I never wanted sure. anyone to think there was a pressure to be on. Like I was like, obviously if I have comedians on, we're going to end up laughing. They're my friends, whatever. Yeah. But that way it alleviates that fear of, yeah, you going, Oh, right. we're doing a Ted talk because right. we all do that as comedians. Oh. We go like, Oh, oh you want me to be a clown. Oh. Right. And I'm yeah, having yeah, a normal yeah. conversation. Oh, I so shouldn't this do is that. A- this is a society and culture podcast. Yeah, a culture, oh. a thing I completely lack, and that's wow. where I put my podcast. I know, me too. Let's like what, like, yeah, I, you're like um, on a farm in Pittsburgh. This I, is a culture podcast. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about building a cedar plant garden. Uh, <laughs> I really am, though, but like for real. But like, uh, but it's not essential, and I don't have any money. I I will come up. I'll come up with ideas of shit to do at our house. Like I, I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, honey, we, we should put a garden in. We can eat our own vegetables. Like we have time to do it now and we'll build a raised garden with cedar plank boxes. And I was like, oh, cedar is like, cedar's like $19 a foot. You're like, we're going to have oh. a plywood plant. Yeah. Garden. I'm like, can we plant cucumbers in a, a plastic glad bag with, with old soy in it? Yeah. Can we just use old cardboard? <laughs> like I'm just, I'm growing vegetables in my basement. Like a, like a, like a marijuana, like, yeah, like a drug like dealer, a, like a freaking, you know, cartel marijuana grower. And yeah. You're like, does I'll anyone be, want some parsley? <laughs> yeah. It's, seriously. I have time. Everybody. Literally. Literally. <laughs> it's terrible. He's got time and now he's growing it. I just put, I just threw out my best morning radio and got nothing. That was it. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. That's what it sounded like. The crowd is going wild. I'm sorry. But, I should have oh, laughed. But listen, I did the no, 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 no. Going, I wasn't was even good. doing. No, that was not jokes. <laughs> but listen, so I, uh, so I can't build anything because I don't have any money. But um, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, sorry because, for laughing. I no, just relate yeah. to that. No, we can't do anything. But no, I just heard it because I'm on my porch. Okay, listen carefully. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I'm getting loopy. It's like it's getting it's getting close to night night time. It's like almost. Are you getting years. crickets? No. Oh. So we we uh, I have I have a creek and uh, like lots of trees across the road from me. Oh, that sounds amazing. And I've been hearing this year a woodpecker. <gasps> and I would love to get the woodpecker in my yard. Okay, this is this sounds like like a sexy. Oh, story. you've gone crazy. <laughs> oh. I You're am. gonna be on this like psychotic madman mission you, to attract a woodpecker to your you, yard. Hold on, there's probably seven more minutes to this story that's gonna take us deeper. I so remember how I said I, I could not build anything. Well, I I looked it up and on Amazon you can buy a woodpecker feeder for <gasps> like sixty dollars. No. Or you could go through the scrap wood in my basement and build one your goddamn self because you're a man. So you bought one. 
No. <laughs> right now, my, uh, uh, my, well, okay, my mom bought me, this is so funny, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to the sentence, my mom bought me a gallon of linseed oil, <laughs> my mom, my mom is my life, my sponsor right now, because she bought me a mic for my, like, my live streaming, and she bought me, like, new headphones, and she bought me linseed oil, so that I could make woodpecker feeders, that's where I'm at in my life. Wow, your mom so, really loves you. Yeah, so I took scrap wood, and I have three woodpecker feeders almost ready to go as soon as i get my linseed oil i'll finish them and i have little they these these little cakes they're like little square cakes that you slide in and the woodpeckers uh plant themselves on the feeder and they eat these little they peck on these cakes and uh hit the wood with their beaks and i'm gonna have woodpeckers in my yard within a few weeks and i'm pretty excited about it I can't wait to talk to you in a few weeks when it sounds like a construction site and you can't get them to leave and you're like, they're keeping me up all night. I know. And I got it. And I'm standing on my porch with, with a bow and arrow. Yeah. You're like shooting a shotgun at woodpeckers. And you're like, I would, I would shoot at them. I would. Uh, I mean, you're in Pennsylvania. It would only be appropriate. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm kind I'm not very rural. I you're Pittsburgh. It's steel town. Yeah, but not really anymore. We're, we're we're like Pittsburgh has become a lot like it's like a mix of like Pittsburgh. A lot of people say that it's like now becoming the new like Portland and Austin, and we're hip and have like distilleries and cool arts and comedy and um, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and everything in Pittsburgh now is all like healthcare and tech. It's all data. I mean, we have Google and Facebook here, and like Carnegie Mellon University robotics and shit like. This is where this is where BattleBots was invented. Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh. Wow, that is Just such nerdy, a claim to fame. Nerdy kids making robots to fight in the parking lot of their college. That's and it so, became a big you know, thing. What a funny that they were just like bored and like let's like yeah, it's not it's not the tough steel town. You know, Jack Lambert from the Steelers. You know, spitting on people anymore. It's uh. It's a bunch yeah. of pussies. Yeah, we're trying we're, to chase down woodpeckers. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. And then there's a bunch of kids who are like, you know, creating driverless cars for Uber and Google. You know, there's like that's what we're doing here. That's such yeah. a it somehow surprises me to know that about Pittsburgh that it's. I know people don't know people like like it's funny because like because you're well you're from a couple different places. Yeah, like, I'm like a drifter. You you have roots in Alaska, so I'm sure you've talked at nauseum about like. You know, as soon as someone meets, like, here's you're from Alaska, they're like, do you know any Eskimos? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, like, so I, when I go around, what I get is, like, well, number one is the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Because oh, of course. either you love the Pittsburgh Steelers or go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Like, yeah, that's like- literally, like, I will be, you know, I at any comedy club, I tell people, don't tell them I'm from Pittsburgh. Because... Like there's gonna, there, there's gonna be three Dallas Cowboy fans. They're gonna be like, "Fuck you!" And I'm like, "I yeah. did not even tell it. I didn't even tell a joke yet." And you're heckling my intro. Yeah, um, the city intro. That's a real thing. And I get a so lot mad. Of people are ridiculous. You're like, you're booing me because of because of football. Because yeah. of because of a location. Because <laughs> yeah, because of a location of a place where people throw balls at each other, and you don't like those guys that throw balls. Like it's that's- the dumbest shit ever like there's like like being from pittsburgh like i can't i can't say i'm from pittsburgh like anywhere in new england anywhere in baltimore anywhere in ohio cleveland cincinnati forget it you know 
Because uh, they're just like, boo oh. And Philadelphia is the Pittsburgh-Philadelphia Flyer hockey rivalry, so that's, I guess, bad news, too. Jesus. So you just have to be like, just never mention it's where so I'm stupid. From. You're like, like, I'm from Narnia, bitches. That's where I'm I have a woodpecker farm. Mm-hmm. You die in a terrible, like, woodpecker attack. I'm going to be bummed, but also Fuck I'm going to yeah. be in front of you Fuck for the rest yes. of my days. Dude, I and I want I want all the comedy clubs, I want all the improvs to use the picture of my gored out woodpecker face as a memorial. Holes out body. <laughs> yes. Just pecked you to death. <laughs> just me, me holes in my head. All over. I want to be on the, I want to I want my I want that picture on the digital screens at all the new clubs. That would be amazing. You're like so in the stupid. new uh, the improv intro video. <laughs> <laughs> With Todd Glass talking over you. (laughs) Todd! Now, you see, he didn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. He was Gordon. Yeah. This is what happens if you don't turn off your phone. I, that video they used to use, I used to know it word for word. And then Brewer Brewer would come on and be like, Todd, doing a show here, Todd. Thank you. (laughs) So funny. I know every word to that. That's so funny. Um, I mean, it was timeless. If you guys yeah. are unfamiliar, it's the old intro video at all the improv clubs. But so hey, yeah. So you want to you want to start with questions or what? Like, what do you want to get? Yeah, with? I mean, it's a great. Uh, yeah, let's start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking I'm like, I'm of, like, I'm like, oh my god, do you have segments? No, no, no. It's very, it's very much I a know. conversation. But I do have some Me like too. questions based on you being like a. A comedy dad. Okay. A comedy dad. A dad. A comedian who happens to be a dad, I guess. Mm. But um, I know I, it's very different than anything you've ever done. Um, <laughs> questions of my own, but then also like I, I post yeah. them for questions in my Facebook group, and people are you know very curious. And um, no, do your your fans are so much fun. I you know, I I will say I want to. I'm just I'm complimenting them because you know, I guess. You know, when you see your friend also have people that support them, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, yes. you know, like, uh, because I'll, I'll tell you what, you, you, you really don't appreciate those people until something like now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like, you know, you really, you know, people see all these followers on people's pages and shit. And really, I mean, do you have 50,000 followers? It's like, are they all actually paying attention and seeing because, your shit? And it's funny because, like, at the end of the day, there's been a solid, solid, like, man, like 500 people that mm-hmm. just like, wow, like watching everything and just like, you know, throwing a Venmo here and there. And like, you know, it, it's it's really cool to you're like, wow, this is working. Like people do, you know, I make people happy. It's working, you know? Yeah, it is so uh, funny because like the the difference between, yeah, just like you're saying, it's like I have pretty decent social media numbers, but then I, I also, and then. And that's translated into a nice amount of people. Like this podcast gets really good downloads. And then I have this small handful. And it's like a lot of the people on the Patreon of just almost like super fan. Like they're just love anything I I post. They like jump on it. They like follow the people. They ask questions. And now it's like I'm able to, since I'm able to focus more on this podcast, I've been able to interact with them more. And it's just so I really, I really think you people are like invested in what we do. Oh, yeah. I really think you can gauge how much people love you that your audience loves you by what you can give them on, on Patreon. And you, my friend are (laughs) reading Harry Potter (laughs) 
fill your Lincoln's Patreon page. not for everyone. That, I will say this. Okay. Some of them probably that is think that's such stupid. An, a no. But for people that are into it, like you are, it is like literally like someone's told me, like, I'm a super nerd, right? Yeah. And, someone, and people keep telling me, like, like I'm, I'm weird. Like, I will, I'll, like, I'll, you know, like, I wore a backwards hat and baggy jeans and fucking know every Wu-Tang lyric, but also <laughs> I'm nerdy as shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, I feel you. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm into the samurai uh, and Star Wars. <laughs> and, you know, but what I'm saying is, so, like, someone was like, you should do a podcast called Dads After Dark, where it's just That's so funny. It's, it's like you <laughs> and a couple of your dad friends, basically like how, you know, Kevin, um, Kevin Smith does like the comic book man and shit. And they were like, dude, I'm telling you, you have like a hundred dude fans that seriously would listen to you laugh about Star Wars every day. Oh, yeah. And I'm you like, you're probably talk, fucking right. Talk about things you Yeah, well, that's the Harry Potter thing happened because my other podcast organically just we went <laughs> that direction. Right. Because my other podcast, it's not interview style. It's me and Nicole Amy Schreiber. And we just were kind of like, you know what? There's so many male comics who have these podcasts where, you know, like, there's not really a format. They shoot the shit. And it's yeah. funny as fuck. And we're funny as fuck. Let's do one. Oh, no. You and Nicole are funny as fuck. Thank you. And oh, it, my God. And in, it's just any comedians, you know, when, like, you're, when you're friends with another comedian, you get together and get going. It's like oh, fire. It's, yeah. That's what's, that's, what's, uh, that's what's so hard for me. Like, doing, doing my podcast, I was always, I don't, I was always um, a stickler for having people in the room. And uh. I don't, and, and I don't know if that hurt me over the years, but I mean, I still have, I mean, thousands of people listening and I'm thankful for them, you know, but I thought like people always said like, well, you know, you're friends with comedians and like, you know, some celebrity comedians and like, you could have them on the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I'd rather be in the room with people. And like, you know, I use local comics and local friends and it's still yeah. fun to, it's fun to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I, and now it's weird because now it's like now I'm calling my friends. I'm like, hey, you want a podcast? Because really, I have no choice now. So this is the format, right? Yeah. I mean, so and, well, when you realize that once you get over that hump of being afraid of it, because I never called for podcasts until this happened. Right. Then it's well, if I can, you know, call this person who lives down the street to do a podcast. Fuck right. yeah, I can ask my friends to do a podcast if they're on the West Coast. Exactly. That's how, that's what I was thinking. So, and it's weird because like my pot, like you know, you, you kind of your my podcast have what I got like 195 episodes, and uh, fuck yeah. And so like it has taken like ebbs and flows. Like it's like every 60, 50, 60 episodes, it's like a different. It, it I have to evolve the show. You know what I mean? And that just is gonna happen because we're all evolving. You know what yeah. I mean? I, well, yeah. I, I mean. But, yeah, no, life changes. Worrying about that. Exactly. Well, you did for like ignorance was is bliss was that was that was just you for a while, right? Well, that still is. That's this one. Ignorance that's what we're blessed. doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bliss. Hashtag I blessed. I know it's it's wrong, and that's why you fucked it up because you said it the correct way. I know, but it's intentionally wrong in case I haven't made that yes. clear to the yes, listeners yes, yes. who I've told eight thousand <laughs> times. Because I know there's somewhere. But, I know that there's a few people who just look at the title and go, "This dumb bitch," and I'm like, "That's the I point." I could, I could. I was picturing your. I was picturing your like cover, so I would remember which one it was. Um, no, you, didn't you just do it? You're by yourself. Uh, yeah. Oh no! It was never just me talking. I've done a couple solo episodes, but it was always an yeah, interview okay. style because I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, not to like go too much into who I am because this is interviews about you, but like. Uh, I mean, people already know. My, 
people know everything. Soapbox. Like well, after you do so many podcasts, I forget that I've literally talked to my fans for like a so hundred hours. Exactly. And, and they're like, like, okay, Aaron, you were beat as a child. Next. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, we get it. Your dad left. I know, Move right? Move on. Okay, like, here, okay, here comes the Waffle House story again, bitch. Oh, here, oh, boo-hoo. Oh, so yeah, funny. exactly. Well, so just I always like, forget. I, same. And I'm just like an, uh, it sounds so dorky. I should stop a pop. It's just who I am. But like, I, I'm just like a lifelong learner. I've just always been extremely curious. And like, as a kid, it was this annoying, never stopping asking questions like, well, why this? How come that? Well, why is it right. like that? And this sort of was an outlet for me to be nosy and also mm. not, like, and since I made the premise kind of like clear that it's going to be, you know, uncensored so I could ask right. questions because we live in such a weird time where people get offended by yeah. things when you're not trying to offend them. And it's like, Okay, maybe somebody fucked up, but like, are we gonna magnify that when there's yeah. actually like dangerous you know, people out there? I, 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 you said something that I just want to say. You know why I love and respect you is because you do say what you want, and I'm, I'm one of those people. Like, if people listen to my podcast, I stay away from even on my podcast in, in comedy, but even on my podcast, I stay away from politics and religion because I don't like. Look, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't like. I mean, my my job, I think, is to make people happy and laugh. So, like. So like, let you me know, just not dip into the things that could make people feel you're like, I want to stay away from all that. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, I've always, like I said, since I was a kid, I've been a people pleaser. So I'm just like, I don't want like 40% of the room to be like, fuck that guy. Like, I don't want yeah. that. Like, I well, want people it, to be happy. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, you know, like whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I do hit moments where I'm like, should I say this? And it's never a thing where I go, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a thought where I go, this is an actually, I have a belief that is negative and dangerous and could mm. incite, you know, oh, yeah. someone good, getting good, hurt. Good but, point. but I go, could this be misinterpreted? Or, yeah. and, and That's I've learned point. to like, through doing this and sort of even like, even making that the brand of the podcast was sort of a way to give myself the excuse to go, hey, I'm going to push that limit because right. that's the format. But the truth is, is that it's like, I think that even with with heavy topics like that or, you know, anything, you get to get into any of the, you know, splitting topics that people have, politics, religion, et cetera. So much of the like hateful side of it is more ignorance. Like, it's just like, I don't understand it. I've never met someone like that. It seems crazy to me. And I have always felt kind of embarrassed about the fact that I live on the fence about everything. Hmm. Like I... I've always kind of lived in this gray area of I have a hard time firmly committing myself to, you know, right. either political party or Yeah, yeah, I get that. Because and I think a lot of comedians could probably agree with like cuz you we tear things apart for a living. So you can oh, yeah. see you oh. can see each side of everything. Oh, they're coming to get you. That's the PC police run. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. I'm know, such right? a hack that I just it literally died. it was it was city of Pittsburgh police. That's so <laughs> funny. So it was CP police. Um, yeah, well, because it's just I don't know. It's if I think about something long enough, and I I really like try to examine any you know belief. I can usually at least try to like if I think about it too long, I start to see where like mm. the other side is or just that philosophical constant kind of, I've always just been a, and I think a lot of comedians are like this. So I don't think I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm special, but 
constantly questioning. Oh yeah, I I I I think you're right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would say that a lot of comedians fall uh, more more center left. You know. Yeah, yeah. I would say, but uh, I would say there's not a, a a ton of like really like out there right or left comedians. There's not a lot. Well, no, because I think it's also it's because this thing where I think what it, you're saying is we we are very we are one of the most acute observationalists on the planet. Yeah, so you can so find like, we, we can find flaws in it. Yeah, we pay attention to detail and we question things and like that's when why. Just, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I mean, that's why it's like when some comics are like super conspiracy theorists or something like that. I'm like, God, like you got to question everything. Like, why, why do you believe that one insane thing? What are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's like believing that you're going to have a heckler at every show, dude. Stop it. Well, uh, yeah. And it's like just it, the more you do that, the more it becomes kind of hard to stand firm yeah. and go, I uh, absolutely 100 percent yeah. believe this. And yeah. unless you're trying to make some belief or belief yeah. system a part of your brand. Yeah. Like, right, you know, because right, right, there are exactly. people who are, you know, political yeah. comedians and they lean in and they, and they're good you know, at it. Like, they're, and, like and, yes, absolutely. They're good at it. Like I like I give you credit because on stage you say whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you wear everything on your sleeve and like, you know, comics that are, you know, uh, political, that's their gift. You know what I mean? Like, I respect that. Yes. Well, and I was, I mean, and I respect all different types of comedy, even the stuff where I go like, eh, like I've learned to acknowledge that instead of going, this person's not funny. A lot of times yeah. it's like, oh, I'm not their audience and that's okay. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm too, like, you know, too normal. Like I'm not, I'm not this edgy. Like, look, I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, I get, you know, I, I mean, my comedy is like, you know, oh, well, you're like cleanish and you talk about your kids and you're like, I'm like, look, I, I've lived with three kids and a wife for 11 years. What the fuck this else is am my I supposed experience. to talk about? Yeah, oh, what am absolutely. I supposed to talk about? What well, am I supposed I... to talk about? Living in my grandma's basement, jerking off? Like, what do you want to do? Like, you know what I mean? You're like, like this is my life. reality, losers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like, I, I'm, you know, I sometimes like, I envy the comics that are you know, writers, you know, like I watched Nate Bargatze and I'm like, what the fuck? How is he not moving? How, you oh. know, like, how is he so funny? And he's, and he's not a household name is great. Yeah, I know. And he like, but you know, I'm just his skill of like talking. Like, I'm like, I have to get up there and tap dance and shit and throw water balloons, you know, like, that's how <laughs> I feel like, that's how I feel like my comedy is. You know what I mean? I'm just feel like I'm a clown. <laughs> I'm just this normal style of white dad who, you know, who like people are like, I had, I'm one, I had one of the best comments someone put on one of my, one of my Amazon clips. Uh, this dude put, he's doing a real good Gary Owen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, I was like, and I, and I take offense to that sometimes I go, why? Because I'm a, I'm a big white dude who makes black people laugh. All right, well, if you're hearing my voice now, it's because the free hour of this episode has come to an end and you're not listening to it on Patreon. Um, but you can hear the rest of this interview at patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get all the bonus content, um, the extra parts of interviews, as well as, you know, full interviews that I don't post anywhere but Patreon and other cool stuff. So head over to patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. It helps me out. 
help me help you learn more. We're all doing this together. If you like the podcast and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give me a rate and a review on iTunes and share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Big, big thank you to John, Dustin, Greg, Jean, Kathy, and Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. I uh, couldn't do this without you guys. Um, and it's literally the only income I have right now. So thank God for you. <sighs> I'm fine. If you want to join the League of Extraordinary Idiots, good, cool postcards for me. I'm not going to plug the Patreon again. I just plugged it at the top. You guys get it. I would love to have you. You know where else I'd love to have you? doesn't cost you a fucking dime. Facebook. Join the Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. Start a conversation. Post a silly photo. Just come say hi. Also come in and uh, suggest a guest you want to hear from. That's the place I check the most. That's where I will see your suggestions. And it's where I post asking for questions of upcoming guests. So you can get your specific question asked instead of wondering as you listen if I'm going to ask that question. Please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. Keep giving suggestions. Keep asking questions. Uh, and I'll do the best uh, I can to deliver what you would like. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thanks for still listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. <laughs>